This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh dear, oh dear. Things really are looking pretty desperate for the Conservatives. A lot more desperate than I think they actually realise themselves. For the last few weeks, the Conservatives have been throwing everything, and I mean everything, at a vicious, nasty gruesome, sordid little campaign directed at stoking up bigotry and hatred towards refugees and migrants, often people fleeing war, persecution and dictatorship, including wars which, frankly, our government are directly complicit in. Now, this is an age-old tradition with right-wing politics, that when millions of people are struggling because of a broken economic system, a rotten economic system, then you get that anger and you deflect it in a different direction, specifically at the outsider, the other, above all else, the foreigner. Now, the Tories have done this throughout their horrible little history. Back in 1905, they passed something called the Aliens Act, which targeted Jewish refugees who were fleeing persecution and pogroms in Eastern Europe. Now, many would now accept, I would hope, that this was a revolting thing to have done. That, you know, they wouldn't say, well, they should have got asylum in this first safe country. Like, they didn't, because obviously we had lots of Polish and Russian and other Ukrainian Jews who came to this country and they didn't go, well, they should have stopped, well, stopped in Germany, which did not pan out well. Some of them did. Um, Equally, when we talk about Britain, only a tiny proportion of the world's refugees come here. We've taken also not only far less than poor poor countries, but far less than, say, France or, or Germany. Um, and those who come here, of course, often have a connection because partly because we actually invaded their countries and colonised them and forced English upon them. Anyway, um, most would now recognise that what that legislation did in 1905 was tap into widespread bigotry which existed against Jews and that we should have done more to help Jewish refugees than indeed we did back then. But let's just think, given, I'm going to talk about how desperate things really are for the Conservatives, given what they've tried to pull off here. The Rwanda plan goes like this. Although significantly fewer people are applying for asylum in Britain than, say, at the beginning of the millennium, more are coming via small boats because the British government intentionally shut down safe and legal routes, with a few exceptions like Ukraine. And now whatever their circumstances might have been tortured or raped, their relatives murdered, if they arrive on British shores, they will be immediately deported, supposedly, to Rwanda, a small impoverished human rights abusing dictatorship with no right to return here. Now, the point of this whole exercise is the Conservatives think that if that, if the top of people's minds is negative views about desperate people from other countries, then they'll forget about their actual problems, their falling real wages, the housing crisis, rising prices, a collapsing NHS, disintegrating public services, and they'll vote Conservative again. This is not working. Now, before I explain why it's clearly failing, here's me on the Jeremy Vine show arguing with a caller. Um, I'm not, I think, sorry, just as an aside, I know I argue a lot on TV. I don't actually like confrontation in real life, but I do have to stand my ground when it comes to TV, and you'll see why. Um, Watch what happens when I ask the caller for evidence that the vast majority of those arriving on these shores uh, by small boats are economic migrants. 
No, I don't, because they'll find some way of getting off those ferries and coming back. They're not daft. But but some some will have legitimate claims to to need sanctuary, Kathy. Yeah? I agree. I agree. A genuine asylum seeker, we should always take him. But the majority of these are economic migrants, Ka and they need to go on, Owen. Yeah, can you, So the, the, what we have at the moment, the, the government's new proposal is it doesn't matter what you're fleeing. If you are fleeing Afghanistan, where our country was at war for two decades, if you're coming from Iraq, where our, our country invaded, if you're someone whose family have been murdered, if you come by boat, you will be kicked out of the country. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. And, in fact, just linked to what Andrew was saying, the vast majority of refugees don't come to this country. France and Germany take in far more. The ones who come here... Well, poor old Cassie's waiting for a question here. ...supporting those with a connection. They speak the English language and or they have... Well, what are you asking, Kath? Well, I'm saying that the vast... She's saying that the vast majority are not genuine refugees. I'm saying, well, actually, we're not allowing genuine refugees into this country anymore if they come by small boats. Kath, what... Kath, you can respond. I don't know what... what you... Well, I didn't know. Yes, that was pretty but, clear, yes, Jeremy. But I, yes, but I... Yes. But, Owen, just a minute, let me say this. Go, go for it. I have, just, I have just said that a genuine asylum seeker should always be taken in, but the majority of these people are not asylum seekers. They are economic migrants. How do you know that, Kath? How, can I ask, how could you possibly why, know that? Why do they get... Let, let, her, let her answer, Kath. How do you know that? Well, it's been on you. It's been said often enough on your program. And, and, Kath, Kath, you can't come on. You, that, the thing is, you don't know that. You can't say that it's just been said but, on but, TV. But, but, she, but Kath but may I, be working on the basis I've that met, they come from France. I've met. Let those... me put it this way. Let me put it this way, Owen. Yeah. You live near a hotel that has been trashed by immigrants because if they were genuine. Kath, Kath, I think we've established you don't know the circumstances of these people. I have gone to Calais when those refugees were there in the camp in Calais before coming here. Right. And I met people from Darfur whose villages had been set on fire. I met people from Afghanistan, a 15-year-old boy whose father had been shot dead. I met people from Eritrea, which was ruled by a dictatorship basically as bad as North Korea. These were people who suffered pain you and I can never okay. imagine. Okay. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cosy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Did you notice that? The evidence she provided was that she'd heard it on television. You see, these false ideas are fed to people by our media. 
There's no getting around that. The Financial Times did interesting analysis which showed that anti-migrant sentiment doesn't actually necessarily track the number of migrants arriving in Britain. There isn't a direct correlation, but it does track negative media articles about migrants and refugees. Now, what she said was false. According to the Home Office's own data, a significant majority of those arriving via small boats are actually genuine refugees, according to our asylum system, which is already very punitive as it is. So this is the point. We've had this wall-to-wall onslaught now uh, for the last few weeks. So the government have been pressing the big red blame the foreigner button. What do they have to show for it? In one poll today, Sunak, Rishi Sunak, lost his lead in the polling for best prime minister. And when I mean lost, he's in total collapse. He's now 12 points behind Keir Starmer. The last poll they did, he was slightly ahead. Um, And the same polling company found that the Tories are now 23 points behind Labour, which is an increase in the Labour lead of eight points. Now, that was not enthusiasm for Keir Starmer. I do have to keep making that point clear. But because of the rising contempt towards a Conservative government, which has lost widespread public consent. Now, it was interesting, actually, what happened on question time when the audience was asked that they support the Rwanda plan. The government is pursuing this policy in the belief that it is popular with the electorate. And so far, what we've heard is, is pretty universal criticism of it. Is there anyone here who wants to, who supports what the government is doing? I see loads of hands going down. Yes, you, sir, in the pink shirt. Let's hear from you. Most people would support offering a safe haven to people escaping terror and war zones. Isn't part of the problem the ability to filter people? I understand that the processing personnel have been reduced by about 40%, which is causing a, a back, uh, you know, a, a logjam. OK. Well, listen, let's put this point. Um, Andrew, so you're, you're hearing, I have to say, I mean, when I asked for support, I didn't really see an awful lot. Uh, and you had the gentleman here saying, you know, you've been in power for 13 years. Yeah. When's it going to get better? Yeah. It's a fair call, but it's a pan-European problem. Now, look, clearly there are people out there who are supportive of the Rwanda plan. I think we should be very clear about that. But I don't think there is the mass enthusiasm for it that the Tories are are really banking on. Um, because that's what this is all about. This is all about Operation Deflect Popular Anger away from the real targets. The fact is that we do have a rotten economic system. It's easy just to blame everything on the Conservative government. The The issue with the Conservative government is they entrench and deepen um, the viciousness of the existing economic system. Now, look, I don't hold a candle for Keir Starmer's Labour Party. Um, and when Starmer's government comes to power, we will have to fight them on a whole range of issues. But the reason... You know, when I see this, sorry, to be clear, when I see the Tory support collapsing, when they've been doing everything they can to whip up hatred and bigotry against desperate people, to, to, to appeal to the darkest possible impulses of the human condition in a desperate attempt to maintain power, and it fails, that's something to rejoice. Because what would have been very depressing is if the Tories had been pressing the big red racist button get angry about refugees and migrants, and then suddenly they start climbing the polls, what would that show? Well, that would show that racism works. I mean, it can work electorally. Let's just be honest about it. It has throughout history. But it would be a vindication for that as a strategy. It would also encourage a principle free Labour Party to go down that route themselves in response. They'd be like, ah, we're losing ground, we're losing ground, so let's let's indulge this as well. Um, And it 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 would enshrine and deepen 
a vicious racist campaign, but it isn't working. That playbook isn't working. That is something to rejoice. And it shows the Tories are in a lot of trouble. There were a few articles last week going, well, actually, I think the Tories might be turning a corner. They might have a chance for the next election. I don't think it looks like it. It's got to be an election by next year, and they're, what, 23 points behind in, in, in various opinion polls. It's not looking good, is it? it has, the, the, there's been almost no overall tightening in the polling average for the Conservatives in the last month, um, despite this vicious campaign. Look, there is a lot of Tory voters have gone to don't know who, who will almost certainly go back to the Tories. Like they will, it's likely, as the election approaches and people's minds focus, the lead the Labour have will, will probably reduce. But it's not because of this vicious racist campaign. And I think that shows us always in a lot of trouble. I think people, frankly, I think have made up their mind after everything from collapsing living standards, the worst squeeze in living standards for generations, um, what Liz Truss did in terms of her right-wing, demented um, um, economic programme. Um, but the fact that British society is in a state of total perpetual crisis because of Tory policy and the economic system that they protect. And I think what that shows is actually things are looking very, very bad for the Conservatives because they bet everything on this and it hasn't got the electoral dividends that they wanted. And I think sometimes you get a bit depressed living in this country, <laughs> but I think that's something which should be very heartening for those of us who believe in a different sort of Britain. Please like, subscribe, and do support us on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.